Rip it, Dan. That you was nailed, money. You nailed that one. That was like within seconds. <sighs> I feel good. like, like, or I mean, like milliseconds. I feel like you could, if you could parse that out, that would have been like almost the perfect one. Not to shame Dan, but he also got it right the first time this time. True. The past that is true. Times, a lot of people don't know that behind the scenes. Yeah. Dan will often be like, okay, we're ready to go. And, and then, then he it hits doesn't. the button and then it doesn't go. Yeah. And then that does fuck me up. But so, Not to put it on Dan, but that does no, fuck me and, up. And, and to bring it back to like a nice place, Dan looks great today. He's wearing the YKS shirt, which is, I need to get the shirt also. Oh, what does it say? <laughs> it says, good. oh, I'm a dumb shithead. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even know they did that. <laughs> yeah. That's good. It's such a good shirt. Yeah. Dan is, he's very sleepy. I feel like he just woke up. Yeah. But that's, is, is that Dan's ideal state? I think so. Think Dan's that's at, his, at his best, best I think. Yeah. When he's just woken up? When he's got the bed head. Yeah, okay. Because oh, his wow. hair is so... I mean... We've we, talked about it. So we talked about times. his hair a lot. We, like, he past, said he was going to shave it. I know. That's so fucked. Well, we yeah. didn't bring that... No, that was after the show. That was said. after the Zoom show. Can you show. imagine that? He said he was going to shave his hair. I can't imagine that Look at, at that. all. It's beautiful. He's going to fall asleep, I think. He is, for sure. <laughs> Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode 101. We've officially jumped the shark. That's it. It's over. 101. All downhill all from All downhill here. from yeah. here. That's right. Well, it can't... no, there's 200. Once we get to 200, then it's more downhill after that, right? Yeah. I guess it would be 200 maybe. I think maybe 190 to 200, it goes up slightly again. Oh, and yeah. Then, and then it's downhill we'll, again. Because yeah, that's what, 500. Yeah. We yeah. had some yeah. really good guests between like 90 and 100. So I see what you're saying. Like you feel like 190 to 200 it's will like be a gearing up for 200. Well, and now you're back plateau. to the direct. And then it's it. Yeah. And you're right. Like after 200. Sorry, I should introduce our guest. He's been, he's chatted a few times here. Uh, we're happy to have him in studio. He uh, is an actor. He splits his time between Chicago and Vancouver, and he's currently working on a audio play. We're going to hear more about it later, but Matt Gordon is here. Hi, Mac. Hi, Mac. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Glad you're here. Uh, this, yeah, I think you're right. Like once you get to 100, it almost feels like it's 250. That's the next one for some right, reason. No, like 200 doesn't feel 250 as, is the, yeah, no, I agree. 200 sucks. Yeah. I forget what I said. 200 is whatever. That's a bad number. 250 Because that's halfway to 500. Exactly. Right. 500 yeah. is halfway to 1,000. And then after 1,000, it's what? I guess it would be 2,000. What I about th- 1,111? Oh, that's oh, cool, actually. Because yeah. then it's like our wish come true. Yeah. yeah that's Maybe true, that's the actually. episode we'll finally get Seth Rogen on. Maybe. Yeah. 1,111. What is it, like 10 years Depends from now? on what you use your wish on. True. Um, and no, it'd yeah. be 20 years. It's like 50 episodes a year, right? 52 episodes oh, a year. Christ, yeah. That's oh what we'll forever. That would well, be awesome. You guys are just in like your 60s, just being <laughs> like, oh, welcome to the pod. <laughs> yeah, block, like social media doesn't exist anymore. Got a it's prostate like... exam today. <laughs> I, I wonder though, if we get to the point where we're doing four bonus episodes a month, maybe one of the bonus episodes can be just like a regular episode, but it's like behind a paywall. Oh, so and that, then we so can still it, number that. So that it inflates New the count. Yeah, exactly. That's actually a smart way of thinking yeah. about it because Stop Podcasting Yourself has been going since 2008. I think yes so they're 12 years and yeah. they're still not even close to a thousand they've been going since 2008 yeah wow one of the first podcasts they were like one of the first podcasts yeah. that's why they're so big I mean it's oh. obviously an amazing podcast as well but like they were like they, they got were, on the ground floor they were essentially like one of the first like comedy hangout podcasts yes yeah. which is crazy because you don't think of them as particularly technological Graham, no. Dave, I think, yes, for sure. Graham looks like he still has a flip phone. Yes. Yeah. I was actually looking up when you guys joined Twitter because I was on Twitter pretty early and I was like, I wonder, and we all 
or 2010s. Really? But oh, I, I actually, thought it was 09. I think you might be 09. I'm pretty sure I'm 09. Wait, let's, on let's your, bring on this your up profile, on it says 2010. Actually, you're the last of the three of oh, us. Wow. I was March 2010. Oh, yeah, you're you're right. March, I'm yeah. June, you're August. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I looked it up this morning. <laughs> but I actually was on Twitter before under a different handle because Dustin Sinos was on in 2006. What? He was on Twitter in 2006. He really wanted to talk to Ashton Kutcher? Well, no. Be- that's the first, oh, yeah, that was the first year of Twitter, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's at Dustin on Twitter. Oh, I knew God. that. I knew he had at Dustin. And so what it used to be was, I remember on my flip phone, because one of my early tweets is, I got an iPhone. And uh, <laughs> one of, one of du- what like Dustin made us all sign up for, because he's like, this is the best thing. But it used to just be like eating Chinese food. And it would come (laughs) not to like a platform. It would come as a text message to your phone. Right. So I would get these like texts from Dustin that was like, Eating Chinese food, and I'd be like, "This is the worst. I cannot." <laughs> but now yeah, Twitter is kind of like that again. Now. Well, it's, you would it, have to go through, right? You'd have to go through and shut off the notifications yes. or whatever, yeah. so they didn't text but, you. But like my timeline, at least now, is is all just like thirty five year old guys being like eating a sandwich for lunch. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. great, uh, you know. Yeah, because but, but now it's like it's it's way different though. It's like. Look at this! Look at this chonky boy I'm eating for lunch. (laughs) You know, it'll be some kind of like Reddit speak. Well, and like once a week too, there's like a British guy who will post like a really nasty meal, and he'll be like, "Oh, this is only like 95 pence," and like I'm I'm able to like. Did you see the (laughs) one yesterday that was like some sort of like omelet? I don't know. It's it was so nasty. It was I know for breakfast again. (laughs) Oh god, that's my tweet every day. I remember the like, uh, or well, I remember. I say that this was like two weeks ago. The whole like pay wet guy or whatever you guys saw that i didn't see pay wet oh fuck he like it was this guy and is this english guy and he goes into this like i guess it's like a fish and chips shop Mm -hmm. in i think sheffield or something like that and he's like wants to get the like local you know the kind of local fare or whatever so he's asking the guy about it and he's like so what's this thing it's like it's like something something pay wet oh is this the guy like at night it's like it's like late at night he's like talking about it and just don't understand a word he's saying yeah 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 Yeah. dan can you bring it up so we can see it pay wet (laughs) p-e-y englishman eating fish and chips yeah yeah People just put it in there. Uh, see, because this is the thing. People are tweeting about it. Oh, just it search now. videos then probably, right? Yeah. That, yeah. This yeah. is classic, like on YouTube when you just want to yes, watch it. Yes, this is it right here. Would you try a Wigan kebab? Yeah, okay, okay. here we go. Yeah, so it's in Wigan, not Sheffield. 7,000 calories <laughs> he's eating. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fucked. What is it? That's what you call a bossy. I've been hearing about the Wigan kebab for years, and now I'm finally here in Wigan at the Troller Man, one of the best chippies. I'm going to go and try one. <laughs> okay. It's not good, man. Right, mate, I've been told to come in and order a wigan kebab, but I don't actually know what it is. You don't know what a wigan kebab is? Put <laughs> <laughs> uh, meat and potato pie on. You're in heaven. Carbs on carbs on carbs. Absolutely. That's what I like. What's barm? Buttered barm. Is it a popular dish? 40% of people come in. I think it's like a meat, it's like a fried meat pie or something. Oh. Wigan kebab. Wigan kebab. Wigan kebab. There you go, Good lad. Seven thousand calories? Well, no, he eats more. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It's literally a sandwich with a meat oh, pie in it. Oh my! God. Why would you make a sandwich out of a meat pie? <laughs> it's already got. That's too much. He likes it. Sensational. Maybe that's what barm is like bun. I think barm. <laughs> Ten years ago, I could do that. Forty p. Oh, yeah. This is even. Oh yeah. This is a smack. Forty p. Smack burn p wet. 
There what? It's a cheap treat for. It's literally. I think it's 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 like a fried it's like potato batter on. There you go. Is that is that a potato? And then he puts wet peas. It's it's the it's the pea sauce. Oh, it's as good as gravy. It's just the what? Get a few bees in as well. It's pea soup. Just moist your chips up. Moisture chips up. I would eat that actually. Yeah, it's just like a fried potato on a sandwich with, with the like water from the peas that are sitting in the self-serve thing. I would eat that. Would you? Yeah. I, I mean it I does would. look not bad. It looks better than the meat pie sandwich. I think part of it to me is the appeal of like going to one of these late night places now, because it's like I haven't done that yeah. for a long time. So yeah. Yeah, oh we don't God. have to watch the rest. He eats one more thing. It's like I think the last thing he eats is like it's called uh, a, ba- a Babby's Yed. Babby's Yed, yeah, it's like it, it stands. Now what is that? Well, fuck, I can't remember, but I think it's like it's good it stands gravy, for like though. Bobby's head. I think is what it means. <laughs> oh, it's like a cop's like helmet or like yes, a- exactly oh. right. Yes, okay. and it's it's. I think it's like a fry. It's like fried butter on a sandwich, maybe oh or something like that. God. Or it's like a because you know they eat like butter sandwiches. I think it's like a butter sandwich dipped in. I don't know. I used to be so into butter sandwiches when I was like seven eight years old oh really like and it was margarine too it'd be a full-on oh. white bread margarine sandwich laid on thick so you can really taste it oh I don't like know. like wonder bread yeah oh yeah oh, like british man. cuisine is either something that a child would eat or like a necromancer would eat <laughs> <laughs> right yeah totally because it's like it's like hey wet yeah it's like the i think this is british it might be australian but it's like the the white bread with like sprinkles on it oh i think yeah. that's a british thing and then they also have blood pudding which is just yeah, disgusting. Blood. People so, in America are really into these like Hawaiian buns. Oh, those are the King's Hawaiian rolls. Yeah, King's yeah, Hawaiian yeah. rolls. And what are those again? They're it's very like, like sweet. sweet yeah. Roll. Oh, okay. It's good for like, a, like it's it? good for a pulled pork sandwich, I would say. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Max big review right there. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I think though I I feel like part of the whole cheap food thing mm-hmm. is like you are, you either have to discover it yourself or you have to kind of not hear about it much cuz i think cheap food is never really that good mm-hmm. But so it's like a hype thing. It's like so if if something like that gets hyped up to you big time, but like ultimately it's just kind of like cheap food. Like it's White never going to Yeah, it's never yeah. going to like satisfy you in the way where you would be like Oh, have you heard of these King's Hawaiian rolls? And everyone goes, no. And you go, whoa, they're really good for like 50 cents a bun. They taste really good or whatever. Yeah. Like when I I had In-N-Out the first time, I was like, well, this is fine. I mean, the fries are not good. The burger was good. And it's, but the thing, the big part the big appeal is that it's just like, it's like $4 for all that. Yeah. Right. That's the appeal. Yeah. So that's what I mean is like, I think if you were the guy, if you were the guy in like whatever, 1980, who's like, you know what? In and out's pretty fucking good. Yeah, pretty right. good deal. Yeah. And none of you, all your friends are like, no, man, it sucks. And you're like, no, it's really good. Then I think it's easier to get your mind in that headspace of like, I've got this cheap snack. I really like. Well, it's like that- Duffin's Donuts, right? Like, yes. I, I used to live uh, like two blocks away from Duffin's and I would go there every day, basically. On the weekend, I would go there Saturday and Sunday morning for like the breakfast sandwich. It's not like if if I I don't know it's just it's like the nostalgia I think because I I went there growing up a little bit too and like it's not great it really right. isn't like I hype it up you know like their chicken burger is like just a bigger McChicken basically yeah right but it's just the appeal of you're in this grimy little like twenty four hour diner you know it's yeah. the experience yeah 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 it's not I mean it's not so good that's for what me I mean all. like I think if you if you had heard about Duffins a bunch and you didn't live in Vancouver yeah and you like went out of your way to go to Duffins I don't think it would live up to that yeah high. you'd be like oh this is fine well, it's yeah. like Cecil's 
Did Cecil's live yeah. up to the no, hype? Would you say? No. Mm-hmm. Is that the twenty-four-hour breakfast? No. That's, or what's uh, well, Matt can explain it's, it. It's a Okanagan staple. Cecil's okay. is a pierogi place in Kelowna. Okay. It's in like the north end, and it's been there. I mean, it used to be in a different location in the north end, but it was like the big place that you would go once you had a car and you were in high school and you could drive and go someplace for lunch. You go to Cecil's and you'd see if you could break the record, which is like, <laughs> it wasn't outrageous at the time. I think it was like 13 or 14 pierogies. Their was the pierogies record. are... Oh, they're big pierogies? Oh my God. They're big and they're dense and what... They are John, so dense. John almost got it without the sauce, which any Cologne, anyone from Kelowna is going to be like, oh my God, John. <laughs> They come in this dill cream sauce that is like, oh my god, that's what it is. But they, it, Cecil himself passed away a few years back, and since then his like nephew took over. Yeah, he's the guy he's, who you he's dealt a bit, with. He's a bit wild, bit of a wild card. <laughs> he is. He's like probably like twenty three. Yeah, he seems really young. It's weird. That's because, too young to be running a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so he he was like. So yeah, so what had happened was Becca and I were up in the interior and a bunch of, I'm in a hockey pool with Mac and a bunch of the guys in the hockey pool are from Kelowna and Becca and I were stopping. Are these stopping. the guys I play NHL with? Yeah, like yeah. Chad and Brandt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. So we were, uh, so yeah, so we were stopping in Kelowna on the way home for like the day. So I sort of said like, what are some places I need to check out? Like, give yeah. me the inside scoop. And so yeah, Mac and a couple of the other guys were like, oh, you got to go to Cecil's. And then, yeah, and then you kind of walk in and it's like, it's pretty shitty. Like the, the store itself. It's a pierogi like, palace. Yeah. <laughs> it's not shitty. Sorry, sorry. My fault. And then, yeah, we walk in and the guy running it is like, I, yeah, he's got to be what? 20, like for real, 27, maybe yeah, 26, yeah. 27. Well, he's yeah. been there since he's like 13. Right. That's yeah. what you were saying. And, and you said he's Cecil's grandson. I believe he's re- he's related, related somehow. Some, somehow. Yeah. So we walk in and I don't know anything about this place at all. And uh, he's immediately like, yeah, he's got a very like, yo, what's up? What's going on? Very like, you know, that kind of vibe. Yeah, he'll yeah. call you Bay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Tell. Yeah. All right. And so he was like, uh, he's like, yeah, we'll. And I didn't know. I knew nothing about the progies. So we ordered, I think, 10, which is too many. Because okay, so well, that's like perfect amount, I'd say. Okay, give me. I mean, obviously, we're this is a this is not so, a visual medium, but like I'm thinking because when I get pierogies, I get I'll get like the the chemo, you know, the right. shitty like yeah yeah the chemo the ones that, are they chemos? <laughs> it's not yeah. chemo. The fro- uh, I, I don't it's, think it's chemo. It's that's a pretty bad name for no, a product. I guess so. but, <laughs> but they're like they're like what this you know this big right? Yeah yeah yeah. Well, so it's like if you ever have you ever gone to the Ukrainian church for the pierogi night there? No. Okay, Ooh, that's a good idea. It's really good. They do it once a month. I don't know if what they're doing for COVID, but yeah. With the first Friday of every month, you probably go, nothing. Super, yeah, probably nothing. <laughs> super good, really good, and you can get frozen ones too. But the the European style of pierogi is it's actually kind of like almost more doughy, like it's yeah. kind of like oh, a little bit of potato and cheese okay. in the middle, but it's more pasta based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the the Cecils is like it's crammed, like it's like you got to call it Cecils. It's not sorry, called Cecils. Cecils. Is it more like like a pork bun? You would get it like TNT. Yes, like where it's like mostly bun. I would say it's like when you go to a deli and you get a sandwich it's like that oh, equivalent wow. of pierogi like okay. it is full floor to ceiling with cheese and potato yeah and the thing that you have to think about a pierogi is the best part of a pierogi really is the crease right where yes. the yeah. dough meets the dough for sure and so what cecil's does so well is it's mostly crease yeah okay yeah they go, they go hard in the crease and okay. the sauce is this dill cream sauce that used to be like so uh, white and dilly and now it's very yellow and buttery mm. yeah, so it's taken a bit of a spill as far as yeah you don't the like it as much you said no 
It's a little chunkier. It used to be just smooth and okay. dilly. Right. This I, does sound like the Wigan kebab, though. It's like yeah. the Kelowna equivalent. Yeah, it's the, yeah. the P-Wagon. It's, it's the P-Wagon, yeah. for sure, the yeah. sauce. So we go in. I know nothing about this pierogi sauce, and I'm just, a, you know, I felt like a white guy. At, oh, I mean, pierogies are ostensibly a white food, but I felt like a white guy. They're, they're trying, a very white food. Yeah, I know, but, yeah. I mean, but that's what I, I felt like, a white guy trying to order. Like, I just felt very white. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So Becca and I, when we eat pierogies at home, we just get pierogies and sour cream. That yeah. seems very normal. So... I was like, uh, I'll get pierogies with a side of sour cream. And he goes, and you want the sauce? And I said, no, I don't think we want the sauce. <laughs> and then he was just like, he, what it was like, <laughs> it was like, I smacked his grandfather in the grave or yeah. whatever, yeah. or however he's related to Cecil. Like time. he was like, he literally yelled into the kitchen, like, 10 pierogies, no sauce. I don't know why they don't want the sauce. I don't know what's wrong with them. Like, he was fucking furious. Did you, like, try and, like, back out at I that did, point? Well, I just, I just said, I was like, oh, like, what's the sauce? I don't know anything about the sauce because yeah. I'm, I'm, like, this is my first time. He's like, oh, he's like, yeah, because honestly, like, I was almost offended that you got it without the sauce. <laughs> like, he just straight up told me that to my face. Yeah. I'm like, well, you're running a restaurant. Like, do what I want, kind of. But he's like, here, I'll give you a if pierogi. If you had told me that you went to Cecil's and you <laughs> got it naked, I would be like... Uh, so John Collins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help it. I'm only me, Mac. Uh, so yeah, so then he gave me one with the sauce on it so yeah. that we could try it. Right. And I was like, this is good, but it You're didn't like, pow. It didn't blow my mind, oh my but I was like, this guy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offend this guy if I don't you get it with him. So sauce, we got man. it with the sauce. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, like it was good, but I, I agree. Like, I think if I had gone there when I was in high school and that was like the place to go, I could totally see how that would be like an appealing, yeah. cool place to go as opposed to just like going to Subway or McDonald's or something. Yeah. Do you ever eat, uh, this is from my childhood too, when I was eating the butter sandwiches, my mom would put baby food on pierogies. Do you know about this? No. Mm. Like sweet baby food, like peach or pear baby food on the side with wow. your pierogies and you like dip it in there. And it's like applesauce sort of. A little basically. bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. But little, Is that good? I mean... I was eating butter sandwiches. I don't know if I was exactly a connoisseur of flavors, but I liked it. I haven't had it as an adult because I'm embarrassed. Right. You have to go buy the baby food. You gotta have a yeah, yeah. yeah. You well, have to have a kid and, like, then, and then be able to like, no, this is all for my child. Yeah. It's not, none of this is for me. Like explain it to the eating cashier. It, eating you the baby food in the parking lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you like the cashier would never ask you any questions about it, but you would you would protest so they'd be like, What like wow, he really wanted me to know that this was for his baby. <laughs> yeah. I, like I feel like it's it. not for his baby. It's like when you buy tampons for your girlfriend, you're yeah. like, These aren't for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The cashier's like, I yeah, I, I Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to put those up your ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it, it, uh, so you haven't done it, but you remember it being good, but yeah. you haven't done it in forever. Yeah, we ate so many weird stuff when I was a kid. We would eat gizzards and hearts all the time because oh. we were quite poor. Right. Obviously, when you're eating butter sandwiches and, and yeah. baby food with your pierogies because you can't afford sour cream. like Right. So gizzards, and I actually did cook, I bought gizzards once. As an adult. What is a gizzard again? It's like, is it a throat? Or like... I don't know exactly what it is. <laughs> the vegans who listen to this podcast are furious right now. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, it's using the whole animal. Oh, no, so yeah, yeah. No, it's I like know. the intestine a little bit. Gizzard? No, yeah. don't look it up. Well, I want to no, see what it is. It's Sunday morning. So? I don't need to... Oh, it's like sakes. giblets. Giblets okay. and gizzards. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. The, oh, what is an organ the part of a bird's track. stomach. Okay. Gastric mill. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, anyway. Didn't need that right this second. Woo! Yeah, but to cook them, <laughs> right. you have to boil that shit for like four hours. Right. 
because also because it's part of the intestinal tract. It's like tripe. You yeah. can't just like eat it. It's filled with toxins. That's its whole job is to like right. block toxins. So I ate them. They're good. They're good as hell. Yeah, the fried the fried chicken gizzards there look pretty good. Oh man, they're so chewy. If you like seafood, if you like that texture, that's good. Ooh. I would eat that. Wouldn't be it's me, folks. But battery. that's fair enough. I uh, the fries look bad. But it the, is weird because like I think fries. I I feel like to me baby like baby food and dog food are like same level even uh, though they're no they're not but that's what i'm saying is like when you're like in your mind when i ate pierogies with baby food on it i was like your like, first that's reaction illegal. is yeah, that's yeah that's exactly your food. first reaction is like oh I ate, do- I ate dog food as a kid i feel like every kid would, <laughs> would eat, dry. eat a little yeah dry dog food yeah i don't think i've ever or no, eaten cat food it was cat food sorry i don't think i've ever eaten any I, pet cat food. food's more dense than dog food i it, think dry. it was like yeah it was like the because i would my sister and i would both like sneak out of our bedrooms at night and eat cat food <laughs> This Wait, was a phase. What? Yeah. You're a fucked, phase. Dude. So this, this was wasn't phase. one time. No. You were 11? It was a few times. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I think I was, I was probably like five or six, I think. And, and she would have been like two or three. Five what or six shows just want to do bad stuff yeah. with their friends so It was bad. salty. It was like chips. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. I wonder if your parents knew. <laughs> oh, they knew. Yeah? Yeah. Did they have to be like stop I think they eating put the a stop cat food? Part of the appeal yeah. is getting in trouble, testing boundaries. Yeah, but I had a very smooth coat, so <laughs> <laughs> you were so shiny. Yeah. Everyone at school is like, "Whoa, Stefan's really shiny yeah. today." <laughs> that is really. Whole, how long do you think that went on for? Uh, I don't think it was probably like a month. Oh my god! Not like every day, but like right. Within what the was the best? Because uh, you know how they're like fish, chicken. Like, did you do you remember? <laughs> I, feel, the... I, just, I think if I had the brand was probably Iams, right? And I think it was like an orange bag, and this would have been in like 1994. So whatever it had a filling. It was that cat food that has like you crack it open. No, and there's something it was in just it. these yeah. little like little like kibbles, basically yeah. little like triangular kibbles. Um, I was just so cautious. I, I would guess it was some sort of like chicken flavor. Right. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I feel like I was just too cautious. Like Max saying me not having pierogi sauce is very John Cullen. Like yeah. I think anyone who's listened to this podcast knows my personality. And I was like that even when I was a kid. Like I don't think I was never like Oh, I, I, got, I, I gotta, believe that for sure. You were I born gotta, wearing glasses. You should have been eating butter sandwiches, though, from the sounds of things. <laughs> I was a bologna, bologna guy, bologna sandwich. <sighs> bologna okay, yeah. I do remember one, a kid I went to school with would eat ketchup and cheese every day, like a craft single with ketchup and with ketchup like spread. On, like that's the worst part of it, because like a grilled cheese, you would dip in ketchup. Yeah, and that's but not that the weird. bread there is sort of you need the crunchy yeah. acid texture. Salt, you know, it you is the... a weird. I will say very fucked up and strange to see ketchup spread. I don't like, <laughs> like that. It's a that's bad, not something you're supposed to spread. It's a bad vibe. We used right? to make microwave pizzas. So you'd take a piece of Wonder Bread, you'd spread ketchup on it, and you put a craft single, and you put it in the microwave for like 40 seconds, and you right. got yourself a pizza going. But you got the bread base there at least. Yeah, I could see yeah. that being okay. Yeah. yeah. Like that's yeah. close enough to a yeah. pizza. Yeah. It's not pizza, but, but just it's a like... slice of cheese. Yeah, literally just a uh, craft single with ketchup. And even... So did a... he spread the ketchup... Like at school? No, or was no, it pre-spread. It's pre-spread. Is it in like so a Tupperware container in, yeah, or something? Yeah, so just sitting in this lunchbox all day. Oh, in a Tupperware. Yeah, yeah. Stacks of them or just one single? One single sandwich. We were we were in grade two, so it'd have been Freak. seven. Oh my what? god, yeah. And even then, like I mean, you know, I feel like elementary school is whatever. Bless you. Thank you. But like, even in elementary school, with all of us being seven, we were like. That's fucked up. Like yeah. that's <laughs> fucked up. I don't think we said fuck, but like we were like that is a messed up 
for That's sure. A yeah. Sandwich. How yeah. long did that go on for? Did he stop after that year? Uh, he must have gotten teased. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he was a loser, so yeah. <laughs> uh, he got teased a <laughs> lot guy. as well. Yeah. It's not yeah. his fault. No, I'm trying to think if he was the one who had diabetes too. But oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, no. I just remember like I, I. One thing I remember about diabetes is like I was just talking about this because um, Erica Sigurdsson, comedian in Vancouver, mm-hmm. who we got to have on the show soon. She. Uh, she is diabetic mm. and she has the, you know, the like now that it's all controlled by her phone and she's got the like pack oh. attached to her arm or yeah, whatever. Everything's it's on apps all, nowadays. Yeah. Oh, no. You know, God. Hearing aids. Yeah, totally. But she, so we were talking about like when we were kids, like you, if there was a diabetic kid in your class, like they would just shoot up in yeah. front of you. Yeah. Oh, they just yeah. take out a needle, just so casual, just like jam it in their arm. And you're like, Oh my God. Cause everything you hear as a kid is like, don't play with needles. And then, you know, someone, so yeah. it seemed, well, it's the same thing to me where when I first heard about leprosy as a kid, I was like, this sounds awesome because <laughs> the way it was explained to me is that like you, the nerve endings or whatever get all fucked up. So you don't actually like feel any pain right, down there. Cause yeah. then your wounds just like fester and stuff falls off. But like, other than that part, I was like, oh, being able to like superhuman. Yeah. Just not feel pain. That sounds awesome. Why, why don't, why wouldn't you want to be a leper? Yeah. And then I found out about well, it. Well, that's the same thing with it. diabetes because it was like back then too, the kids would always bring like, you know, they'd bring like a, a 500 mil of Coke and a chocolate bar yeah, to school yeah, right. a, a, as a way of like controlling their blood sugar or whatever. And you'd be like, Ooh. my grandpa was diabetic. So we knew early on not to touch the chocolate bars in grandpa's fridge. Right, because he needed them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what. So I, I think, yeah, when you're a kid, you're stupid. And you're yeah. like, oh, I want diabetes. He gets a chocolate bar every day. Yeah, right. That's yeah. cool as shit. I just want to make it clear I'm still stupid now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> me too, for yeah. sure. I remember when we were a kid, we had all the, like, the, the, le- we would tell leprosy jokes. And I think none of us really knew what leprosy yeah. was. But I do remember that being, like, one of the first, like, joke like street jokes i ever knew which was like uh like how do you start a how do you know the leprosy hockey game has started yes the face off (laughs) nah (laughs) and we'd just be like but i don't think i even knew what that meant yeah like it just was like saw in that shitty joke book that just had all these jokes about the movie alive which you didn't even know what it was (laughs) thousand and one jokes yeah Yeah. I was like, what is this movie alive they keep on talking about? I had a lot of, like, I, I grew up with, like, the Mad Magazine collections from, like, the 70s and mm-hmm. the 80s yeah, and me stuff. Too. And so I would have, my point of reference for these movies would be from the parody first. <laughs> yeah. And then from the actual movie or actual TV show. Yeah. It was very weird. And then just knowing all these, like, very specific, like, Spiro Agnew jokes <laughs> as, like, a 10-year-old. You know? is Spiro Agnew is a former president? He was uh, Nixon's vice president. Nixon's and vice he was, president. like, a completely insane guy. Yeah. Yeah, my um, dad. My dad had a huge mad collection yeah. too, in these like old bins, and you just me and my sister would go through them. I the joke, probably my like first experience of a joke that I really thought was funny, was a picture of a woman in a girdle. Yeah, and her breast was coming out of the girdle. Yeah, and it was a it was like a sound effect trading cards, <laughs> and the sound effect was point. <laughs> <laughs> was that Don Martin? Yeah. Yeah. Because he was like the sound effect guy. Uh, yeah, Point. I think it was Don Martin. You know, yeah. big noses. Yeah. Who's the, yeah, other, who's the other big Mad Magazine There's Al artist? Jaffe. Al Jaffe. He did the fold I thought it was Al Jaffe, but I think I think you're right. I think it's Don Martin. And then uh, Mort Drucker did all like the caricatures and stuff. Mort Drucker. What yeah. a comedy What a name. name. Yeah. And yeah, he, just, he just died this year. He was like 101 years old. And Al Jaffe Mort. is still alive. He's like 98. It's wow. insane. Yeah. He's I remember gone. buying my first Mad Magazine from a garage sale when I was like eight. My neighbor was selling it. 
And I remember thinking my parents wouldn't want me to have it. So I hid it in a, <laughs> I hid it in a chess box in, <laughs> in my bedroom, which it also feels like a very John Cullen story. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember when I started reading it, there was, uh, there was like a boob. Oh yeah. There's, one there of the pictures. Drawings like, of naked titties. ladies. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, yeah, it was, it was something. In the about, margin cartoons, a lot of time <clears throat> there were naked ladies. It was a small, yeah. what it was, was yeah. it was like a map of the States. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what, it was something to do with like, here's a little caricature from every state. Right. And whoever had won Miss America, like whatever state it was that year, they had like a little caricature of Miss America and she was naked and had the sash. Ooh, and so the sash wow. was covering one breast and her vagina, but yeah. then the other Ooh. breast. Was, and I and remember as a kid, as a kid, fantasy oh, on fire. Absolutely. That's like, honestly, and that would be enough to whack off to is like for a first time too, oh, an original sure. yeah. whack off. I, and not, I've said on the podcast before, I didn't jack off. I was late to the game on Jack 27. Off. Yeah, exactly. I had sex so many times before I jacked off. Um, I thought it was the only way that's the way God intended, uh, was, was all, all outside of marriage, but yeah, yeah, only sex as yeah, God, yeah. as God intended. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, I don't think it was, uh, yeah, it never occurred to me to jack off to it, but I'm sure that I was like, I would just stare at it for like minutes at a time. Like, woo. And then thinking like, oh my God, if my parents ever saw this. Right. And now that you're older, you think like, oh, if I saw my kid with a mad magazine and it had like a drawing of one tit in it, you wouldn't think I got in the most trouble maybe I ever gotten in school because I was drawing pictures and I drew a picture of a lady of the night (laughs) and I was probably in grade 11 and I drew her with cleavage, you know, where you draw the curved line like a backward C, and then you draw another little line yeah. at the top of that backward C. Yep. And my teacher saw it, and he took me out in the hallway, and he was like, what would your dad say if he saw that you were drawing something like this? She wasn't even naked. She was wearing fishnets, <laughs> which are fun to draw because it's just cross-hatching. Yeah. Um, and I was crying. I was like, I don't know. Please don't show my dad. And then later on, I was like, my dad would probably not care at all. <laughs> at all. Yeah. It really is like a cool thing to threaten to threaten kids and they don't like yeah, you think like oh I, I would get in so much trouble, but now that you're older you're like would would I? I brought the Daily Show like uh they had like a, an Amer- like I I forget what it's called. I think yeah, it's, it's called, it was America, called America America the book or something. Yeah. 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 And there was one I page it. where it's the it's all the Supreme Court justices completely naked. <laughs> and I remember like opening that school and being like, oh, okay, I got to <laughs> skip that page. But it's just like a bunch of like naked old people. They got in a lot of trouble for that when that first came out, I remember. Did they? Yeah. Is it actually the Supreme Court justices or just old people? It's just like a, I mean, looking back, it's like not a good Photoshop. I think it's a good Photoshop for like 2005 oh, yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but it's just the Supreme Court Their justices heads, heads pasted on bodies of, of naked old people. That's it's very funny. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Um, great jack-off material. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking Sandra of Sandra Day O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of jacking off, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social 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 media. Uh, Mac, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media? So, Quibi. 
Quibi. Oh, I don't know what Quibi is, but in the last few days, everyone's talking about Quibi. Yeah, we're Quibi. We're Quiblash. Quibi, you guys playing that game? Yeah. Quibi, what is Quibi? Quibi's so fucking... It's the funniest <laughs> thing in the world to me. It's so funny. I will say that, like, I feel bad because quite a few comedians have come out and been like, you know, Quibi's been paying my bills for the last, like, year, and everybody's, yeah. like, dancing on its grave. So, like, if you created on Quibi, it definitely sucks that you lost your job. However, the circumstances around Quibi are extremely well, funny. Well, also, the reason they wanted to do short shows... Was so they could get around like union regulations. So, uh, but again, Blaine Capach tweeted that that wasn't true and that it was a union job. That okay, that I've, I've heard. But it's yeah, you would know more than yeah. me. So um, maybe some shows it I was different than to other take shows. This a step back. Quibi has show. Is Quibi a channel? So, yes. Quibi. Go, go ahead. Very sorry. stupid idea. Uh, <clears throat> the idea was that it would be like a mobile only streaming service. Okay. Where um, like it was filmed specifically for mobile devices and a lot of the shows i believe were filmed they were shot twice so that if you turned your phone it would be like a different shot which like which is completely mind-boggling like a full different angle yeah i believe not just a different like, like a it, resolution it was, or whatever uh, yeah i believe that's the, that's what i've heard okay. i kind of think that's cool but it, you, okay. but it was like all, as an actor would you want to like, be you're doing like oh the let same. me go behind the scenes and you flip it on the side and then you're like like you're different... an actor, would that bother you to try and do all the same scenes from like multiple angles every time, or you wouldn't care? Oh, you—that's what you have to do, no matter what. <laughs> well, I know that, <laughs> that you have to do part a, of it. I, know yeah, that you I guess have to it do would like, just be like doing a different take, basically. Right? Yeah, yeah I know you got to do a bunch of different yeah. takes, but I, I feel like and you have to do a different takes with different setups. Yeah. Right. Okay. So gotcha. that would be exactly what that is. Oh, okay, but but gotcha. so all the shows were like ten minutes or, or less because Quibi stand is short for quick bites because the idea was that it was quick bites <laughs> of entertainment. Uh, and they, they spent, I didn't know that. They that's spent, very that's funny. true. They spent $1.8 billion on it. Ooh, $1.8 billion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, more than medium spent on their kerning. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good kerning slam. Great kerning Thank slam. Love it's that. true though. They spent over a million dollars just on their kerning. They have good kerning though. They have the best kerning. Yeah, so that, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, I mean, it, it just seems like. That's a low hanging fruit. If you're like if you're like a blog site or whatever, you're just like, well, we'll just spend one point one million on kerning and medium can suck my balls. Yeah. Uh, but it was so it was founded by Jeffrey Katzenberg, who I th yeah. think founded DreamWorks, and then they brought on I um, Kat. Uh, yeah, um, uh, Meg Whitman, uh, who I think w worked with eBay and then Yahoo. Um, he was the, sorry to interrupt, Katzenberg uh, was the Disney, he was the chairman of Disney. Oh yeah, there you go. Okay. Well, that's Quibi, but yeah, he was the chairman of Disney from 84 to 94. And then he was the co-founder and CEO of DreamWorks. Right. Okay. So like very successful. DreamWorks. Okay. Yeah. But this, this Quibi to me just sounded like these are very, very rich people who are totally out of touch who right. think like well i've been successful before so i'm obviously gonna be right about this um and like i don't know about you guys but i will not watch a video longer than two minutes on my phone oh yeah it's no. just it's just not happening you know i will I'll but it, it's, I'll, it's, it's... In, I'll i'll fuck with stuff that's like seven minutes every once in a while but it's got to yeah. be compelling and draw me through i'm, I'm not watching yeah i'm not watching a, a full tv show with like a dramatic no, it's really on only when there's no other option right yes. like th that's that's the way that i view a, like anything i'm viewing on my phone i could view on something else i'm just viewing it on my phone strictly out of convenience yes i would never like every single night becca and i go to bed together and 
watch something. That's sweet. Yeah, I know. Isn't it nice? <laughs> well, I mean, then usually she falls asleep and then I go play video games. Ah, yes. But, <laughs> that's the rub, isn't yes, it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> but every single night we sit there and we watch TV. We watch a couple episodes of something before we go to sleep. And I'm sure that's this, that's true of most couples. And you, you're not going to sit there with a phone. No. And both of you watch it. Especially not if you're with that special someone. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, Yeah. I could see, again, maybe if you're single, but even then it feels inconvenient, but especially if you're with someone else, to like one of you's holding a phone. So you can't watch Quibi on your your desktop? you can now. They realized after it launched, they were like, oh, wait a second. Why did we paint ourselves into this corner right yeah. and so they they worked on like getting on your tv and your desktop it or is whatever. weird that you can't post to instagram from your ios yeah it's yeah. the same it's the same sort of thing i think but it, so their idea was that you know if you're on your daily commute on the on the subway or whatever you could fit in a, a quibby episode on, gotcha, your, gotcha. on your ride to work you know and then obviously the pandemic hit and they were like blaming the pandemic for the failure of this streaming sure, service yes, when all of the other streaming services are doing great at home yeah yeah it's but, a pandemic but people it does make commuting. sense yeah people aren't commuting as much like i kind of get it the, the pandemic has made life for innovative creators um the world is your oyster but at the same time it's real easy to fuck up because it's hard to know what people want right yeah and quibi did not know what people wanted and it has the same vibe to me as like when all of the like sports and news sites thought that everybody wanted video content all the time. Yeah, just so like anytime when, when you tried to read a video. Yeah. Anytime yeah. you tried to read an article, they auto just play. spammed it with auto play videos. Yeah, it's yeah. the same sports illustrated was the worst for that. Was yeah. Bad. Um, but the thing that's really good about Quibi is that every article about like the behind the scenes stuff at Quibi was like the funniest thing in the world. So this one, this is from when ev- they announced that it was shutting down. During a video call with employees Wednesday, an emotional Mr. Katzenberg suggested Quibi staffers listen to the song Get Back Up Again, sung by actress Anna Kendrick in the animated film Chumbawamba, I think. To boy yeah. their spirits, according to people familiar with the call. Yeah, that is so <laughs> funny. That's, that's insane. And then Meg, here's, here's one from Meg Whitman. Uh, this is So she's the CEO of Quibi. Yeah. Uh, when asked what her favorite shows are right now, the CEO replied, I'm not sure I classify myself as an entertainment enthusiast. Pressed further, Whitman did offer one example of a show she really enjoys. Grant, she said, on the History Channel. It's about President Grant. (laughs) (laughs) This is the CEO. And again, like like, that is just... Not into it. More of a book reader. Quibi, great idea. Uh, my my favorite TV like <laughs> that is so my right. favorite TV show a documentary about Ulysses S Grant or maybe <laughs> my it's favorite a TV show, show but... the Atlas I like to open the Atlas and look at the pictures yeah. of the places I it is like I mean how do you not how okay how do you live in a world of your own creation yeah where you don't anticipate like just have an answer for that yeah have an answer for that like i'm a stand-up oftentimes people will do the whole tell me a joke yeah it happens enough times where you go like okay i don't want to tell me to do monologues sometimes (laughs) do they actually yeah they'll be like can you do your party piece for me (laughs) at a party they won't know what a party piece is but that's what they're asking for (laughs) And then I'll do like something from the glass menagerie because I've got it in exactly. my back pocket. Because you've got it enough times. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is like I get asked it enough times where in order to diffuse the awkwardness, the best way to do it is just to tell a quick street joke. Yeah. Right. Just like a quick like here's something, I you know, and, and I'm not a famous person who gets asked that question very often. It comes up maybe 10 times a year. But, but you it's got just one. The, what but, is it? 
Uh, the one I use right now is, I think I've told it on the pod before, but it's, uh, did you hear about the two antennas who got married? No. The ceremony was terrible, but the reception was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you an are e- a comedian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's just an easy, they laugh. It gets me out of the whole awkward, like, trust me, you don't want me to tell you a joke right now. Right. You All know, my blah, jokes blah. are so dirty. It's not even that. <laughs> it's just, it's never works in a one-on-one yeah, setting, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's like. You're like, I don't have a brick wall to put my hand against. (laughs) Exactly. But that's the thing is like, so this lady who runs a fucking entertain, like you would think she gets asked the question, like, what's your favorite Quibi show even like, how right, right. how do you not just have something you in your back pocket? Product. It shouldn't be that hard to be like, well, we made this one show that I'm really proud of. Like it just so the other thing is, uh, I, I was looking for more Quibi like content bites and, yeah. and content. Yeah, some more quick bites on Quibi. <laughs> this is one of my other favorite this, ones. This segment is Stefan's Quick Bites. <laughs> the executives wanted a name that captured the company's strategy. Mr. Katzenberg was initially partial to Omakase. A term used to describe <laughs> high-quality sushi selected by the chef. No, a knob. What a fucking knob. <laughs> the fact that Quibi is actually an improvement on that. Omakase. Yeah. What, what it, say what the definition of omakase is. I know it's culinary, <laughs> and that's what made me... A term used to describe high-quality sushi selected by the chef. What a fucking Very relatable. Loser. So it's like the Jiro dreams of sushi way of eating sushi. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's so Katzenberg, funny. so pretentious. That is insane. It's nuts, dude. I'm... Ma- just like it's just it's just two very very wealthy successful people who no one is telling them no yeah and no one's like this is a bad idea and they pour fucking two billion dollars into it and Jesus. anyone could have told them it was going to be a huge failure from the start it was just very obvious from yeah. the start yeah god okay and they're like, so now they're, i know what quibi is yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their big flagship show was judge judy but with chrissy Teigen as the judge yeah that was their like they, okay. it's not bad they, actually they oh, had, i'm sure it was good they had one show concept that did intrigue me which was like a cooking show where the contestants would get the ing- like basically they'd get a meal blasted in their face and they would have to taste the stuff that was blasted in their face <laughs> and figure out what the meal was and then like reverse engineer what? it okay that meal. sounds good and that's a good people, idea okay so the kinds of shows that they're putting out are for like schlocky like slobs who want like you know go 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 Chrissy Teigen and she's telling people off but the type of people that they are is like oh the finest grade of sushi like yes. well they had like a serious drama with Christoph Waltz as well so oh, like yeah. that sounds good too yeah. I think I'm a quit I think I'm gonna well, get it's over quit. now oh, you can't fuck, yeah. I missed it. <laughs> it well oh and also I had a very funny interaction this week because um uh I made a joke because NASA on the same day that Quibi announced they were shutting down, NASA said that they had a major announcement about the moon, about the moon. Yeah. So I the announcement anyway, I don't even know if it's happened yet, but I had a very dumb, like I just had a very stupid tweet about it where I said something about like, Oh, I don't want to go live on the moon. They don't even have Quibi there. And then we're just like so stupid, (laughs) but I was just like, whatever. And then one person, Oh yeah. Okay. Here we go. So I said, yeah, I would never live on the moon. They don't even have Quibi there. And then one person responded like, what? I keep hearing about Quibi. What is Quibi? Kind of like Mac. Mm-hmm. And then another lady like tagged in and she was just like, oh, it's a television network that just got shut down. I'm like, oh my God, we took, it took two people to explain <laughs> this joke in my mentions. That was a shit joke. I don't like, like I don't want to be reminded of my bad joke. I'll, I'll say this about Quibi. Uh, our friend Chris James had a very good idea a few months ago. And tweeted it at Quibi, and they didn't take him up on it. But uh, it was for Quibi to pivot to pornography. 
right. think like a porno version of Quibi right. be very successful. Yeah. You know? Because sometimes those videos are just too damn long. Yeah, and you have to skip ahead and stuff yeah. and look for the good the parts and everything. positions that you yeah, like. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so Quibi for porno, I think, would have been a success. Would have been really good. It's too late Quick now. bites of porn. Of porno. So yeah. social media-wise, too, I wanted to talk about uh, Brett Phillips. Is that his name? The guy who plays for the, the Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, that was Rays. crazy. So, oh, my God. Sorry. I want to just put a bow on this tweet yeah. thing. Because okay. <laughs> what happened was someone replied sarcastically to me saying, have you gotten into it? I haven't even looked at this app yet. And then someone thought that that was a straightforward question and responded, it just got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew it was good. I knew it was better. That anyway, was a good bow. Brett Phillips. Yes. Tampa Bay Rays. So what I liked to, that I saw on my social media was an interview with him yeah. in the past where he basically oh is the dude like there was that interview but there was another interview where someone was just telling him jokes but they were like like the first jokes like literally like what did the duck say when he went into a restaurant and he didn't have his like I don't even know how the joke goes. Put it on my bill. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. And then he just is like, <gasps> <laughs> like can't breathe laughing at these jokes. And everyone's kind of comparing him to the guy who said pitted. Oh, the surfer. The surfing yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. So that's like back in the social media, which like that is one of the best videos. Yeah. yeah. What is that one again? Get pitted or whatever. Oh, what does he say? Well, didn't he just like he just rode like an insane wave or something? I think, and he's talking about that maybe. Yeah, or... and he's like so into the wave, and he's just like, oh, he's just talking full slang, like full surfer slang, and yeah. everyone's like, wow. Dan, can we look that up? <laughs> the get the the pitted video, the get pitted. Oh yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. Dan just clicks on the bookmarks. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I've seen so it. Pitted. So pitted. Yeah, pitted. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's still flooded, so you'll see kids yeah. out there again. Some of those here. kids today will be my co-hosts. Just ago. like, <laughs> dude, you got the best barrels ever, dude. Just <laughs> pull in, and you just get spit right out of them. And you just drop in and just smack the lip, whoop, drop down, snap, ah. and then after that, you just drop in, just ride the barrel and get pitted, so pitted. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. That's but yeah, that's what interview. Brett Phillips is like in his past interviews. Yeah. Like literally just It's great. It's so pure. So pure. Yeah. Shout out to the get pitted guy. Stefan, what's going on in your social media? Uh I can talk about uh, I got a bunch of soccer jerseys, right? So I ordered like two That's your social media. Well no, but I got so, a bunch <laughs> of soccer jerseys. So but I ordered like two Speaking of, did you get are you I'm back on the iPhone. You're back on the iPhone, I'm back dude. on the iPhone. That could be my social media. Is that dude, a 12? That's a 12. Oh, Ooh, shit. It's nice. This fucking rich wow. guy it's good. shows up with a new soccer jersey, new phone. Yeah. He's like, hey, what's up, guys? Well, I can do I can do iMessage now, which is... That, that's that is nice. That's I'll actually nice. text you exactly. from now yeah, <laughs> for well, once. I don't have to do WhatsApp anymore. But I remember, I totally forgot, because you... Do you still have your LA number? Yeah, because it's so cheap. Yeah, so Stefan still has his LA number, even though he moved back like two years ago. And I did didn't know... Did you get in know, trouble for it? No. My, I'm, I'm, like I'm a in trouble. I'm on a T-Mobile like month, I'm on month T-Mobile to month. Too. Are you me too? Yeah. Have they have they like called you? About so it? so they sent they send me a text message every month saying uh, your phone is not intended to be roaming for this long. I get my I have unlimited um, data, but it's like um, what's it called? Harnessed. I yeah, they start to throttle. Throttled. Mine definitely does get throttled. It's throttled, and they sent me one <clears> recently, <throat> and they said if you don't get if you don't stop roaming by November 31st, you're going to November be found. November 31st. Fuck, you should get them on a technicality right there. Oh, maybe it's <laughs> on November 30th. <laughs> I don't know that kind of stuff. 
<laughs> that's not the that's not the things I know. It's yeah. not in my wheelhouse. So they said if I don't um, stop roaming by November thirtieth, twenty eight. <laughs> is that one of those ones? <laughs> um, by November thirtieth, that I'll be found in breach of my contract. Oh wow! Which I don't know what that means. Well, Stefan's been doing it. For I've been like doing it for two years. Two years. I yeah. feel like I maybe okay. just blocked their number at one point, and they just oh, like they, they just started. They haven't done anything. But so. I didn't even realize. So I would be texting Stefan because Stefan had a, a Google phone, and I would text you and then just thinking like whatever it's just text messages for getting you at a US number and then one month and it was not even text about anything important it was like about NHL I think or something you got charged oh yeah my bill was like because I have I don't uh, yeah if I text over the border it costs like 75 cents a text so I get my bill and it's way more than usual I'm like what the fuck it was like $35 just because I was texting Stefan about NHL <laughs> I was like fuck I'm an idiot but uh, an iMessage is fine it's yeah it's just, free yeah because yeah. that's all that's oh, okay. on Wi-Fi yeah. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. Stephen. That's going to be good. But yeah, I got uh, I got the soccer jerseys because they had like yeah. a, a deal on like a mystery bag of three jerseys. Right? Oh, OK. Very cool. Which is very cool. Um, but I was worried. I like this one, you, it lo- especially with your mustache. Like it looks it's like good, I'm, every time I look at you, I'm you like, I'm like watching a, a barbershop quartet. I'm watching sure. a 1960s okay. soccer yeah. highlight right here. You just so need this to be is, covered in mud. This is like a 1970s Stoke City yeah. jersey. I got a, a 1980s Valencia jersey. OK. Uh, actually vintage like really from well them, or they're, they're like they, they're remade yeah, yeah. Um, by this this one company like toffees i think or something toffs toffs yeah how much is the the three pack the three pack was 120 bucks for three jerseys Ooh, that's which a, good is a deal. good deal Man, yeah. maybe i should do that you should i like honestly. the look it's classy it's uh uksoccershop.com okay um but i was worried i was like man what if i get a team that's like like fascist right because i have <laughs> yeah and i did oh you got lazio I, no i no not that i got west ham <laughs> Oh, who I okay. think they have like sort of a uh, yeah. leaning. Well, because they had Decanio for a while, didn't yes. they? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Decanio, Who's the guy the, who did the, the most famous salute. fascist player of all time? Yeah. yeah. What did he do? Paolo Decanio. Sometimes after he scored, he would do like a Nazi salute. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's not, yeah. A, not a good guy. But he's, uh, he scored he's, some ridiculous goals. Oh, yeah. He's too. a great player. That yeah. was the problem. He was really good and he scored a lot. Yeah. So then he would be, but yeah, like. He used his platform. Lazio's ultras are like very famously like they're fascists. Just, they're just fucking Nazis. They're just fascists who are like, well, we were we cheer for the soccer team, and that's our we're fascist ultras. And uh, What's so, yeah, an ultra soccer fan. Yeah, it's like a it's like a, a hardcore. Yeah, yeah like yeah, a, you're yeah, part yeah. of a supporters it's like group, gang, okay. basically. Yeah, so like you know how the Whitecaps have the Southsiders. Yeah, the Southsiders are like the Seven Dwarves compared to Lazio's ultra. Like that's the Southsiders are like, oh, I'm a Southsider because I get ten percent off at Doolin's <laughs> yeah. before basically the game or whatever. Senior, yeah, it's just nothing, right? It's like, oh, I get a couple discounts around town, and I can tell other nerds I'm a Southsider. Like when you're an ultra, it's you, have to, like, you have to kill someone to be yeah, an ultra. It's a yeah. it's a big you're it's a big man. Yeah. But exactly. I got a West Ham one, and then I got an Ireland one, oh, which nice. is nice, you know. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, and then I got uh, Torino. Okay. So I don't know if they're 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 Italian. I don't know if they're fascist. Torino. Yeah, let's know. not lump look. all Italians together. <laughs> well, well I feel that's like, not what we're doing. I feel like Torino. Stefan I think feels is, like all Italians are fascist. No, no, I think, but I, think I don't. Though I would say I think Torino's okay. I think you know it's that's like a winter. It's like a mountain. And they got a cool yeah. logo. Yeah. They got the bull on there. Yeah, on there. Yeah. And they're currently in Syria, so that's yeah. good. Uh, they were. Oh. Uh-oh. I mean, well, no, this is just like a bad sentence in their Wikipedia. The Grand Torino or Grand Torino, as the team was known, was widely recognized as one of the strongest footballing sides of the time period until the entire team was killed in the 1949 oh. Superga air disaster. Oh, okay. oh. Soccer teams love having air disasters in their past. It's a lot of. Yeah, it's like, uh, you, you, yeah, that would be like a really dark tweet. Just like uh, the big bopper. 
old soccer teams handshake. <laughs> Air disasters. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if they have a fascist fan base. Like Lazio, uh, def- I was worried. I was legitimately worried. Like, what if I get Lazio? I wanted like uh, St. Pauli. Oh, that'd be awesome. Because they're, they're like, maybe, yeah, maybe I'll do it. Anti-fascist. Maybe like I'll do it. Openly anti-fascist. It'd be oh, crazy yeah. if you got three, like all three were fascists. Like they and there's somehow, a chance like, that, yeah, that they like somehow looked you up online and they're like, nah, this guy's. I, I would say the, the Ireland jersey sort of cancels out the West Ham jersey, I think. It's and, like a rare. Yeah. And then I don't know if, if the, ter- I mean, the West Ham jersey is nice. They're, they're all nice jerseys, but I don't, I just need to know about. Torino's fan base, you know. That's, uh, yeah. Torino, they had the first ever organized supporters group in Italy, the Fedeli, the Fedelissimi Granada. Okay. The fans also displayed the first banner of an organized club at the Stadio Philadelphia and organized the first away trip by plane in Italian football during a game against Roma. Okay. In 1963. First away trip by plane. Wow. Uh, it says the fans of Torino are twinned with the fans of Fiorentina, the link between the two sides, blah, blah, blah. They also have a friendship with Corinthians and Brazil. Brazil and River Plate in Argentina. Okay. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, well, there's there's no like no controversy section. News, and, yeah. uh, no, their 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 rivalry is with Juventus. Uh, okay. With the two teams taking part in the Derby della Mole. And I feel like Juventus has had some racist fans. In the, yeah. In so the maybe past. that's so what it maybe, is. So okay. So maybe Torino's okay. Torino I know we've got okay. a lot of soccer fan listeners, so I'm sure yeah, someone they can will fill let us, us in. I mean, I think w- with soccer, you know, it's always like probably yeah you know you're like bro you can fit any There's soccer team into the into there. the fascist yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. i just know west ham is like from what i've heard of the english teams they're a bit more right yeah yeah the fan base so well oh, what we'll see what do? we can do yeah yeah john uh well uh this is weird because it happened like just after we recorded last week uh, but I went viral again. Congratulations, man. In the ways that I go viral, which, which is, is by yeah. doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> Just quote tweeting or screen recording something. Right. But this one was a really fucking weird one. So last weekend, uh, there was an event across LA called Save Our Stages, where a bunch of musicians performed at like the Troubadour and other smaller clubs in LA, the Whiskey A Go Go, uh, to try and like raise money for them. And one of the people who performed was Miley Cyrus, mm-hmm. and she did a cover of the Cranberry song Zombie. Great song. Uh, great song. And I thought she did an excellent job on the cover. So a Miley Cyrus fan page had tweeted this out and someone had retweeted it into my feed and I was like, Oh, this looks cool. And the original tweet at the time that I quote tweeted it already had like 25,000 interactions. So I was just like putting it out there to my followers, just thinking like, yeah, this will get 10 likes. Who cares? You know? And all I wrote was this absolutely whips ass. And I quote tweeted it and it got like, over 20,000 interactions. What? Wow, there you yeah. go. It had like 17,000 likes, 2,000 Are retweets. Are you Miley Cyrus's agent now? I Yes, I think so. But it was <laughs> fucked because it was like, now the problem when you do that is like, so the other things I've gone viral for, I went viral for a Kawhi Leonard thing, which yeah. is fine because everyone agrees Kawhi is dope as hell. Yeah. So right. there was no one in my mentions really saying anything bad. They right. were just like, having fun. Having fun. It's Kawhi, whatever. It's good times, you know? This one was like, I had so many people in my mentions being like, oh, Miley fucking blows. Oh, this fucking, oh, this is just like karaoke at my local bar. Uh, blah. And it's like, f- I do, I don't fucking care. Yeah. I literally wanted just like the people who follow me to see this because I thought it was cool. I'm not here to like litigate Miley Cyrus's career or her ability to cover songs because that's like her thing too in the pandemic. She's been doing a bunch of covers. So now people are like, oh, all she is, she just does karaoke now. Wh- who cares? And it's like, 
I don't care. I have no investment yeah, in this whatsoever. I just thought it was good. Don't kill the messenger. Yeah, it was a lot of killing the messenger for like three days in a row. It was like, fuck. You should try dipping your toe into K-pop Twitter. I'd love to see that. Oh my God, no. Could you imagine though? <laughs> our friend Tom does that. I know. Our, and our it's... friend Tom will occasionally jump on. He's, I mean, he's insane. He I love is to, insane. I love Tom. But yeah, so he, good. He will. He's he Tom will see, underscore on underscore here. On yeah. Twitter. He will see like a K-pop trend and he'll go in and be like uh, BTS. What does that stand for? Boys that stink. And then he'll just get like death threats for like a month. <laughs> oh, it's nuts. Yeah. And you know funny. what too? The, it's got to be even worse if you go after Blackpink because they're an all female group. So you'd get not only the like k-pop stands but you'd also get the sort of like oh you're like you're being anti-feminist yeah, or whatever yeah. so that would i can only imagine would be yeah just, i think he just goes after bts though yeah but i mean that's, no, but that's just, what i'm saying yeah, yeah. like if i were to do it maybe i should go after black pink maybe. and really get people i would recommend pissed. against it i think i'm not actually gonna do it. it yeah it's as if i would do it yeah but i'm yet, gonna do it i need you, i need to get some twitter yeah action yeah get some i think action. my twitter is really good i curate it so if something isn't like good and it's not based on likes because I never get more than like six likes on anything. Right. I'll take it off. So if you look on my Twitter feed right now, it's only gold. It's only gold. Okay. That's yeah. Well, you'll get some followers off this episode. Yeah, you'll get, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So yeah, you'll, you'll get, get followers. You'll, you'll get the block party bump. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. At Mac Gord. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There we go. Not just but yeah, my first it was. Name, I wouldn't recommend if you're gonna. I wouldn't recommend it. Like if you're gonna tweet. I mean, I just had no sense that it was gonna go no, viral. No. But it was just really fucking annoying. Well, now also when and you go to retweet something, it prompts you to quote. I know, now too, so which is very dumb. stupid. I hated too. Some people would be like, "Oh, I like this song better when the Cranberries did it." It's like, yeah, it's a great song. I love when the Cranberries did it. It sounded great. Like yeah. it was. Like I hate that that has to be the like. Oh, like why don't you just listen to the original? It's like, well. Yeah, I will. It's a great song. But yeah. also, Dolores O'Riordan's dead. We're never hearing it live again. So just enjoy this live yeah. version of it. Like, <laughs> both things can be good. You know, that was the one that really, and I got so many, oh, this De Dolores O'Riordan is amazing. Yeah, she is. I had no, I, it's not like I posted it and I was like, oh, finally, someone fucking got, got rid of Dolores O'Riordan's shit ass vocal on this, <laughs> you know, like. Oh God, it's fucking. Do you know what song is better than Zombie, but also spooky and also fits in the same vein? What? Building a Mystery by Sarah McLaughlin. Great song. I don't know if I Great know that song. one. Oh, about yes, vampires and werewolves yeah. and stuff. Building Are you thinking of the Monster Mash? <laughs> I love the Monster Mash, too. In, yeah, in our show, we were supposed to have the Monster Mash. I found an instrumental version of the Monster Mash to use, and all of the like composers and stuff were, and the director were like, no, we're not using this. <laughs> I was Boo. like, oh, it's so good. And it fits so well with the scene that it was like put in. But no, you it, just got to be your actor. They said Matt. they're like, it's copyrighted. We can't use just it. Just shut uh, up and act. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, but yeah, uh, you, you definitely have heard Building a Mystery. I'm it's sure like, I have. Yeah. Building a mystery and choosing a song. Okay. Yeah. I think carefully. I yeah. yeah you'll work in it. it. Yeah. And then it's like, we live in a church where you sleep with voodoo dolls, yeah, voodoo dolls. and the something. And I used to know all the words. But anyway. I mean, that's impressive. <laughs> she sings to you about before Jesus came, yeah. which is a spooky, cool lyric. I thought Dan was looking it up, but I'll look it up here. Building a mystery. He typed it way faster than me. Oh, yeah. You come out at night. That's when the energy comes and the dark sides light. And the vampires roam. 
You strut your <laughs> rastaware. That's and your a suicide good. poem. And a cross from a faith that died before Jesus. It's some witchy came. shit. McLaughlin's got you're it going on. A mist. Yeah, you're right. I, I mean, that album also sold like oh, that a album bajillion so good. copies. Great album. Might be a top 10 album of all time. Wow. That's a big Damn. statement. Sarah McLaughlin, look her up. Uh, and speaking of looking things Check up, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts, block tale. Woo! No longer can see that post. It's a block tale. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a block tale. Mac? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so one time in 2016, I was... Right into it, I love it. Well, it's funny, it's just funny because I know because I was with Mac when this was happening. I have a very vivid visual memory of it too, of sitting in the back of your car. Yeah, I was driving, In the like underground parking lot in your your place and just being like, I wonder whatever happened to that... Fat guy singer from Blues Shop. Well, because didn't we? Because uh, I played it right. I think I had my '90s mix maybe playing in the car. That and what's right. the big Blues Traveler song? Uh, run around. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You want to? At give the time, me I thought it was a great around. song. Yeah. But then it is a great song. I was like, I don't know what happened to that guy. I haven't heard of him John in Popper. years. John, John Popper. Popper. Yeah. So yeah. I wrote a tweet and I said, "What's going on with John Popper? Is he still alive?" And it was a legitimate question. I wasn't yeah. trying yeah. to be and like, you didn't tag anyone. You no. didn't. It was just like, yeah, yeah I just put it out there. And within minutes, a woman wrote back and she was like, alive and doing well, thriving. How about you? Or something <laughs> along those lines. Now, a lot of these tweets, I can't access them anymore. It says there's too many replies to open on my Twitter. So I don't know if you have receipts, but wow, I, have I, two, have I have receipts. two receipts that I could find that still live. And um, how about you? So at the time I was like, you know, being the person that I am, I'm like, I don't know if she's making fun of me and being venomous <laughs> or if she's telling me that he's doing well. Not a few minutes later, John Popper himself wrote to me and he said essentially the same thing, but he was like alive and thriving more than I can say for the theater because my bio on Twitter oh says God. like theater maker. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. So then John, I remember you showing it to me. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> so then John like sent it out to his followers and said something about um, John Popper. And I replied to John by saying, he's no Delamitri. Yes. Roll to me. Great song. A much better song now, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, amazing and song. A few seconds later, Delamitri liked that tweet. <laughs> So I was like, okay, this is going. So time quit. Oh yeah. So, so then oh, yeah. we went back and forth a couple of times. Oh yeah. That's a, I never saw that blues traveler reply. And you, sir, are no Oscar Wilde. You work in Canadian theater or theater as you might spell it with an R E. Was wow. that ever alive? And then I replied to him, well, we can't all be the inspiration for the fashion of televised poker tournaments. <laughs> Cause he wears the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big hat. He's known for the hat. Does and he the have sunglasses. This, this, the round sunglasses or? Yeah, just, I think the John oh, Lennon sunglasses. Yeah, I think. Which yeah. have come back. In, in fairness to John Popper. Yeah, like those. those yeah. I think he went back. with the. Oh, you look at him. What? Yeah, the uh, round glasses. Piece of yeah. shit. This guy is. Yeah. Oh, I. You know what though? I do like the shirt. I kind of like the There's shirt. There's nothing quite as good as a t-shirt under a button-up. <laughs> he definitely has Peter Griffin vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Those are some good Peter Griffin pictures you <laughs> yeah. brought up there. Um, so then, now, to keep this story short, um, 
I eventually ended up crossing the line and the logo that blues traveler uses is this like cat, this like fashion, fashionable jazz cat. Yeah. And I said something to him along the lines of your new album cover looks more like a diseased dick than a cat. (laughs) (laughs) And it does like pull up the latest blues traveler album cover. It looks like a very herpetic penis. Herpetic penis. Uh, Oh yeah, I oh, totally remember, and I do totally remember when this was. Uh, oh there. my god, it does look like a dick. Yeah, I, th- I totally remember when that this was their profile picture. I 100%. do. Yeah. Is is the cat smoking? Because that is kind of. I cool. think it's like their logo. Because even when you look at their twenty fifth anniversary album, it's got that cat sort of in yeah, the background. They're, they're yeah. like love the cat. So that was their like band's logo. That's a very eighties nineties logo, like Coco Pelli sort of logo. Yes, <laughs> big time, yeah. Yeah. big Coco Pelli vibes. And <laughs> look, is the cat smoking out of its neck, or is that like a no? Collar? No, it's, its mouth. It's got a open. big open mouth. It's at the, oh, so there's oh, the fangs. Perfectly right? balancing that hand rolled cigarette. Oh, oh you is, thought it was its neck and this yes. is its little body down yes. there. But it looks like the head of a penis and some testicles. It does. It yeah. absolutely does. Yeah. And, so, and it's smoking a which joint. Which I feel like had to be cool. sort of on purpose, maybe. I mean, how well, could it not I'll tell be? you, when I pointed it out to him, he blocked me. Wow. That was <laughs> it. That was the end of it. He is... Uh, Did he block you, John? Because you sort of got involved, Yeah, right? but he's since... He blocked un- you, too. He's since unblocked me. Okay. So, not me. <laughs> yeah. I, it, he is known. He's like a notorious name searcher on Twitter. Yes. John Popper. Loves yeah. it. Because I... Well, so... Which I actually, to be honest, I sort of respect that he's like that into engaged. it. That he's just searching well, nonstop all the time. Like, I, I respect being that dedicated to it. I think if... if Okay. If I'm... I could be wrong. But I think that... Um, what I think happened was I told Mac and I could be remembering this wrong, but I think I told you that (laughs) (laughs) producer Dan just tweeted John Popper gets so much pussy. So now we wait, I guess. Right. Uh, see what happens. So I, yeah. So I think I told you Mac because in 2014 I tweeted about blues traveler and I think I just said like, Oh, like, you know, I wonder what Blues Traveler's up to. Like, I hope they're all right. Because I, I deleted all my oh, tweets. Oh, you did a similar... So I can't Was I just see. taking off on you? No, no, I don't think so. But I said, we'll be... So I said that. And then um, Blues Traveler responded to me, we'll be okay in keeping with that same spirit. And again, I've deleted all my tweets. So I don't know what I said before this. And then they also tweeted at me and... Oh, this is, I think, in response to you, Mac. Yeah. Because uh, they wrote, this is December 2016. Yeah, that's that. That's uh, when it happened. All it says is he's adorable. We just had to take him home with us. Oh yeah, I remember that. Is that about the cat? No, that's about me. That's about <laughs> Mac. Yeah, Mac's adorable. Because I think I said like, because I'm pretty sure I might have said like, hey, that's really mean. You blocked my friend Mac or something. And then they're like, he's adorable. We just had to take him home with us. Yeah, it was very like, uh, um, like men's right activist uh, style comebacks and sense of humor like oh aren't you cute yeah yeah and i was like you wear a stupid hat (laughs) (laughs) yeah so he is a notorious name searcher and uh uh we actually have two listener blocks uh from from blues traveler for this reason (laughs) so the first one comes in from rory and uh very simple and short uh rory just tweeted at blues traveler is Mr. Blues Traveler going to seek the 2020 Libertarian Party presidential nomination? Mr. Blues Traveler. I like uh, that. And then when he didn't respond, he uh, quoted his own tweet and he said, Mr. Traveler, are you going to stand on the White House lawn and toot your little blues flute? <laughs> <laughs> and then, 
he wrote in brackets, I understand this is what true bluesmen call harmonicas. <laughs> so thank you to Rory for that one. Just a good, simple one. And then yeah, we have one uh, from our friend Doug, uh, who we've Doug had one of our most famous blocks on the show before uh, about guide dogs for the guide dogs USA. Oh, one of our earliest right. listener yeah. blocks. Uh, and so this is uh, this is Doug again. Uh, and this is I mean, the dedication here is incredible. Uh, so this is quite a long story. So bear with me here. Uh, in my early days of Twitter, John Popper, the lead singer of Blues Traveler, was a fairy fairly prominent presence on the site. I don't know if he is anymore because I have been blocked by him since early 2016. John made a name for himself sharing crude and often misogynistic insults with various Twitter users. Despite or because of this, he gained traction in the world of online jokers to which I was aspiring. I tweeted some shit at him that made him block me, but then some online acquaintances interceded to vouch for my good character somehow, and he not only unblocked me, but followed me. Fast forward to early 2014 when the Seahawks and Broncos were playing in the Super Bowl. As a non sequitur, I added Blues Traveler, who they liked in the game. Apparently, John is a big Seahawks fan, so he responded to my tweet. I challenged him to a $20 bet to back it up, and he agreed. When the Seahawks won, I DM'd him and got his address and mailed him a $20 Canadian bill. <laughs> he played it up online like this really pissed him off, but I think it was maybe a bit of an act at the time. The next year, the Seahawks played the Patriots, so I asked him for a rematch. This time, I won, and after about four or five months, he actually mailed me $20 Canadian back. <laughs> wow. In was the it the same bill? the same bill. Yeah, I don't know. He says, in the intervening time, I was merciless in tweeting about his deadbeat nature and failing to pay his gambling debts but <laughs> hey he did actually pay so we get to whatever super bowl was in 2016 and it was carolina versus denver i happened to be in the states so i added him a picture of a u.s 20 dollars bill and asked if we were still on and said i'd take the panthers john will disagree on this point but he never responded to confirm that the bet was on anyway denver won so he tried to collect on his bet and i told him to fuck off <laughs> he then blocked me and had a complete meltdown over about 25 tweets and has periodically brought it up again over the next few years most recently <laughs> in march <laughs> And he sends all of the replies. So these are all things that that our friend Doug is text uh, is tagged in. Uh, not until I get twenty dollars, you should pay your debts. He made the bet. He can whimper about the outcome. He owes me twenty dollars. Absolute fallacy. He spelled fallacy F A L I S Y. Okay. <laughs> but his word and his character it's fallacy are, is sort of like their cat uh, cover. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> but his word and his character are forever damaged in my mind, and he has no honor. Sword emoji. I don't suffer hypocrites. Do what you like. Moreover, last year's bet was even was much more flimsily made. But when he'd won, I never heard the end of it. Hypocrisy. I accepted much earlier than that, and I have much more important things to do than hold his dainty hand until game time. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Then he says, These are all still replies. Oh, yeah. I wish I could, but he He's tried to off. wriggle out of a debt by welching and decided $20 US is worth more than his honor. <laughs> Not sure what either of you have done of any worth. At least Doug had his word. Enjoy your basement, guys. It is with a heavy heart that I am forced to block Doug for his lies and slander, <laughs> and he is apparently too cheap to honor his bets. I can't believe after the teenage girl hissy fit style that... Uh, sorry. I can't believe after the teenage girl style hissy you through that you are playing it that way. Go on and live with it. It's only your word. He seems really actually legitimately mad. At yeah. Doug, you are a welcher. You owe me $20 <laughs> US. D US. 
at Doug, mad at Welchers at Doug. <laughs> and it was a bet on the Super Bowl, no less. Americans take that seriously. Welchers. You called Doug an asshole, not me. I'm just saying he welched on a bet, so you must go. And then he blocked that person. Uh, and then there's like 10, there's literally 10 Jesus. more tweets. Welching oh is God. such a guys and dolls yeah. style thing to say. Yes. You welched on your bet. <laughs> yeah, totally. You're a bitch. Doug, I won that $20. And after the tantrum of tears and thumb sucking you through last year, you better pay up. But yeah, Doug literally sent me one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine full like pages of screenshots with like five tweets per image. So there's like there's probably 40 tweets in here where he's like getting really mad. at John Popper is on a lot of billboards on the way into Chicago, too. Do you know about this? Really? No. He has something to do with some big sex festival porno festival i don't know exactly what, what it is but all into the midwest as you enter into chicago there are these billboards for this pornography festival and john popper is like ce- celebrity wow. like yeah. like host of this like shit we're looking it up damn john popper porno john popper <laughs> from blues traveler Be careful is a what creep. you find there dan yeah go to go to image search and see if we've got uh John Popper won't stop playing in my mentions. Go blow a harmonica, you weird man. <laughs> That's from Just Sarah. search John Popper billboard, maybe. Oh, that might be good. John Popper billboard. Let's see. Is it? It's not. Uh, his autobiography was is that actually suck and blow? That's the name of his autobiography. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. Actually. That is really good, actually. Yeah. Suck and blow, baby. Damn. Yeah, maybe look up porn festival or like <laughs> sex, sex sex festival. festival. Yeah. Hmm. I want to know about this. We'll now. come up with it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that is a great block, Mac. Great. Thanks for sending those in, Doug and Rory. If you want to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blockedparty.com or you can go to uh, our website, blockparty.com and fill out the form. Uh, you know, we might read it on the show. Uh, you can also follow us on, uh, or sorry, donate to the show uh, at patreon.com slash blockparty where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes. This month, it gets you access to four in honor of our 100th episode. Uh, just this last Last week, we released our BPTV CanCon edition with Mike and Jesse from YKS. And Stefan and I finally drank the Canada juice, mm-hmm. and we released that video a couple days ago. So that's up there now. And then this week, uh, Stefan and I have a very special uh, 100 episode tribute uh, episode coming out. It's kind of a, a clip show, a fun look back at, at the first 100 episodes of the show. And we have Block Party D&D episode three coming out this week. So Big month. Uh, head on over to Patreon. Check that out. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Blocked Party Pod. You can rate and review the show on iTunes. Or if you like the show, just tell a friend. Mac, we're here at the end of the show. We always like to end with a top three suggested by our guest. What do you have for us, please? So I'm going to go with the top three coolest cartoon cats. Ooh, okay. Ooh, this is good. Coolest cartoon I like this. I think that there's a, actually an objective, <sighs> correct answer Whoa. To all three and to the order of the three. Okay. Wow. So you're very passionate about this. And I just thought of it this morning as I was thinking through the block tale. I was like, oh, that's a not cool cartoon cat. Coolest cartoon You cats. might have them on your list. I would say you're objectively wrong about uh, the Blues Traveler cat being one of the top three. <laughs> uh, Mac, we'll start with you. What's your number three? Number Since three. Since you think you have the definitive order. Yeah. Number three has got to be Felix. Felix. Yeah. Okay. He's a black cat. He's got a big bag that he's got all sorts of tricks in. Looks cool as hell. He's, he's a, got the You clock. have to admit he's, he's a like very a cool clock. cartoon for yeah. sure. Hmm. Okay. I got, I'm, I've got a, a list of fictional cats in animation here. <laughs> um, 
I guess I would go with uh, Tom as the cat, right? From Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Yes. Tom. He's, uh, you know, he always gets sort of the short end of the stick, but. Um, but you think he's cool. I respect him. He puts in a lot of effort trying to, to kill Jerry. Yeah. Uh, and there's also a lot of very funny, like, memes of Tom, too. You know? True. He's good Tom memes. He's got good eyebrows. Yeah, he does. Very expressive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number three is Heathcliff. Oh, I didn't even think about Heathcliff. Uh, Heathcliff is yeah. insane. That's an insane pick. He's not. You don't cool. like it? No, he's not I like cool. Heathcliff is a loser. Heathcliff is cool it's to a me. Disaster. I don't what does think Heathcliff that's a disaster do? Pick. What is his like shtick? I don't even know really. I just mm. think he looks cool. Bad choice. Okay. I, I always liked Heathcliff. I thought Heathcliff was cool as shit. Yeah, I liked him. I remember liking him. Yeah. He's no Garfield. Uh, no, he's no Garfield. Not but to steal anything the, from your the list. The Heathcliff captions are so insane, though. Like they don't make any sense. Okay, I'm looking it up here. Let's go. I'm the going captions? Heathcliff. Images. Yeah, in, in the in the comics themselves. If you look at, because it's like a single panel comic, right? And then you've got like a caption. But underneath. that's kind of what I like about. But they I don't like make that, any sense. I like that Heathcliff is sort of just like a kind of rip off of Garfield a bit. But it's it's sort of a Marmaduke cool. thing too, right? I feel uh, like did Heathcliff actually come before Garfield? It's like a Hydrox Oreo thing. Uh, Might be. I think that could be uh, it says the 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 comic strip Heathcliff. Uh, he's he, he's seen as predisposed to annoying Mister Schultz, the manager of the local fish store. Uh, and he also uh, there's a bunch. He has a girlfriend, a girl cat named Sonia, but he's the target of unrequited affection by another female cat named Crazy Shirley. Sonia's owner Herb Jablonski sees Heathcliff as a nuisance. <laughs> Heathcliff is cool. I don't give a shit. And you know what? People All are right. going to back me up. I watched the TV show. I watched the TV show. I liked it. I thought Heathcliff was cool. And it's a cool name, Heathcliff, I think we can say. That's anyway, true. Yeah. It's from like Jane Austen. Yeah. Heathcliff is like a Pride and Prejudice or like Wuthering Heights. No, maybe it's Wuthering, it's Wuthering Heights. Wuthering That's Heights, Bronte, yeah. right? Yeah. One of the Bronte sisters. Yeah. Okay. Number right. two. Number two. Number two is the Pink Panther. Yeah. Great choice. Good choice. That's a classic. I didn't even have to explain it. You no. know. This, I mean, the music. Is he French too? Is the Pink Panther like... No, Clouseau is French, but I don't think the Pink Panther is French. Yeah, I'm not sure actually. Yeah, because the inspector, he's a French guy for sure. Yes. Jacques Clouseau. Yeah, but is the Pink Panther... Oh, that's a good question actually. Well, we'll look it up here. French. No, British British. American. Okay. Inept French police detective. Classic Britain painting the French as an act. Like sometimes I think that maybe Pink Panther should have been number one. His theme music is composed by Henry Mancini. Like you don't get a lot cooler than that. Yeah. He's definitely cool. I'm I'm gonna say I already know my number two is gonna fucking piss people off. But anyway, stuff. <laughs> okay, ahead. my number two is uh do you guys remember Eek the Cat? Yeah, Eek the Cat. Fox a good Kids. Cat. Yes, that's I a great, remember that's Eek. a great cartoon. He's a funny Eek. cat yeah. for sure. Yeah, let I, me let me remind Oh yeah, yeah. okay. I remember Eek. Pleasant. One season, one season of a show. Oh, really? I thought season. it was more than that. Maybe Oh no, sorry. It ran from ninety two to ninety seven. Yeah. Okay. okay. But it does you can see where I saw one season at the top oh, yeah, there that yeah. it looked very confusing. One it could season just be like a lot of episodes. Yeah. But Eek was great. Yeah, uh, I it, it was Eek. on with call. like uh, Bobby's World and like those shows. Yeah, on yeah. Saturday mornings and Howie Mandel. Yeah, yeah, it was a classic Saturday morning cartoon. Melvana. Uh, yeah, Eek, oh, Melvana. Some of that. Wow. Melvana that shit. Shit. Yeah, Eek the Cat, number two. John. All right, you guys ready for this one? Yeah, it's gonna piss you off. It's gonna. Is this worse you- than Heathcliff. Yeah, it's gonna Bobby piss did. you off too because I don't even think I really like this this video game franchise. But dude, is it Bubsy? No. Okay. Oh, Bubsy rips. <laughs> no, no, not Bubsy. <laughs> No, uh, but I remember thinking that this was like very, very cool when I was a kid. Uh, Mewtwo. Oh, like Pokemon. Mewtwo? Yeah, Mewtwo from Pokemon. Yeah, you, you put the emphasis on the two. With Bono, I would say right? Mewtwo. That's the one with Bono and the Edge. 
<laughs> yeah, they that's got a, a good lot choice. Of I like that choice. Okay. And he is feeling I remember enough, I it was the thing where, well, yeah, it was the thing where you had to have in red blue, you had to have the master ball to catch it. Yeah. And you didn't so, have to. Well, no, but it certainly was it very important. You didn't it, helped have a, to, it helped a lot. You didn't have and you had to. one shot. Okay, you could use the master ball on the legendary birds as well. You should, do a, you should do a. Uh, anyway, I don't even M&M like Pokemon. Eight mile cover, but about Mewtwo, you only have one shot to get him. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it's that'll be on my list of things to do. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll make it happen. But I yeah, to me that is like I remember getting him, her, them. Anyway, and feeling like that was a very cool. Thing. He's, he's very cool. I cat. hated. Yeah. I haven't played Androgynous. Pokemon since Red Blue, aside from Pokemon Sword, and I thought it sucked. Yeah. So this isn't even like good content from me. But I just, yeah, Mewtwo is cool as hell and looks cool. I mean, look at that shit. Yeah. Cool as fuck. Definitely looks like a vibrator is attached to him, like a female sex toy is. Yeah. On it really his does look genitals. exactly the same. Is it? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. What are does. the pronouns of Mewtwo? Can we figure that out in here? I feel like because I think they introduced a Pokemon gender in Gold and Silver. Oh. So okay. I feel like in they're in Red and Blue at least they didn't, all they didn't bring gender it up. neutral. Okay, they're all non-binary. So. I, maybe okay. I think so, Pikachu. Right? Pikachu's yeah. a boy. We should I, be saying. I, I don't know actually. Yeah, because okay. I, I feel like Gold is when they introduced Pokemon breeding. Whoa. Mewtwo is six feet seven inches tall. Gross. That's badass. As hell. Yeah, that's fucking big. gross. You know what? That's a good choice. I like Thank that. you, Mac. Yeah. You're number one. My number one. My top cat is top cat. Oh, okay. okay. Top All cat. Right. He's got. He he lives in the alley. He's an alley cat. Yeah. A. yeah. B. He's friends with all the other cats in the alley. See, he is like the Zach Morris of cats and that he's always scheming them, but they're yeah. still friends with them. Also, he's got a cool vest and a cool hat, much cooler than John Popper's. Great call. That's a good choice. Good. I mean, yeah, I like the symmetry of number one being top cat. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That's yeah. solid. Now, I was going to kind of go the Pokemon route as well and go oh, with okay. Meowth maybe, but I think I'm, I think I'm backing off and I'm going to go with uh, Scratchy from Itchy and Scratchy. Whoa, very coolest. very funny cat. You're a Tom and Scratchy guy. I'm a Tom. Yeah, yeah you like, I like you those, like the I like those kind cats. Of yeah, the antagonist sort of. cat. Yeah, yeah the antagonist. Yeah. We've That's got Tom and Jerry, and then we've got the the parody of Tom and Jerry, the ultraviolet parody. Yeah, which is very funny. But like, I th- some of the jokes from Itchy and Scratchy are the best jokes from The Simpsons. Like when he oh, gets for sure. when he gets his heart removed, and then he's reading the newspaper that says, uh, like on the front page, like yeah. breaking news: you need a heart to, to live. live, and then he dies. That's <laughs> so funny, so good. good. Yeah, there are a lot of really good itchy and scratchy <laughs> yeah. jokes. Or when he attaches, he gets his tongue attached to the moon, and he's like, oh, he's yeah, like uh, cranking that. it in, and the moon like crushes him. That's yeah. so good. Yeah, he oh, hides yeah. in the closet. There's <laughs> the lots of good. Him. Like Becca and I are rewatching it, yeah. Simpsons right now, and there's so many good itchy and scratchy cartoons. Yeah. In it. Are you up to date on The Simpsons? No, not even close. Like we're, so, I feel like you would stop at like season fourteen or well, something. Well, yeah. So we're on season thirteen right now, and it is definitely declining. But there are episodes I still remember watching. Yeah, um, like because that would have been I would have been at that time watching it live. Right, yeah. like that's two thousand three, I think two thousand two, yeah. two thousand. I was still watching it live then. Too, so I would have yeah. been watching it live. So there's some I remember, and there's still like some solid jokes. It's just like. It's really more that they run out of story ideas mm-hmm. than it is that they run out of joke telling. Like, obviously, it's not as good joke wise either, but most episodes still have like a couple jokes yeah. that land. Yeah. But it's the stories. They just get so the, the most. They're so non sequitur. Yeah, yeah on. exactly. Yeah. The most recent one I've seen was from like, God, I think it's like 12 years ago now where they retconned Homer and Marge meeting so that they met in the early 90s and Homer was like a grunge band front man oh god and it just completely like they didn't even like acknowledge that they were it, retconning they it, were just, just legitimately yeah, retconning. it just totally erased like all the stuff from from like the 80s and like all the, all that stuff 
And I was like, oh, this is a, it's a different show now. Like I don't, yeah. have, to, I don't have to watch this anymore. It's like so Ultimate Spider Man. Yeah, I just stopped. I just stopped watching it at that point. You know. Yeah. I mean, so we'll see. Like the thing is, and not to get too, not to get too intimate here, but Becca, that's the show she always falls asleep. To. I thought you were gonna yeah. say. I thought you were gonna say that's the show that gets up. her in the mood. Yeah, yeah and the, that is true for most women. Becca, it's <laughs> kind of the other way. She yeah. falls asleep, so it's it's kind of like one of those things where, I, and I always like I said, I she usually falls asleep on me, and then. I'll, and then she like goes to like falls then gets off and goes gets off of me. <laughs> anyway, there's no good way to describe that. Yeah. She <laughs> she goes to bed. She goes to bed and then I wake up or I stay up for another hour or so and play video games or whatever. Yeah. But that is the show that she always falls asleep to. And but I'm watching it because yeah. I'm still awake. Right. So I'm getting to the point where I'm sort of like, oh, these episodes are going to start getting worse and yeah, worse. And then I'm gonna, yeah, you should take the full through. take the full ride. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to. Yeah, because that's the thing with Disney Plus. They're all on. They're on there. Uh, so yeah. It is season there's, 30. There's two kinds of people in the world. There's people who are allowed to watch Simpsons when they were kids, and there are people who are not I allowed was, to yeah. watch. You weren't. Yes, yeah. that makes a lot of sense I, to me. I, I was allowed starting in grade. Four, I like that you have this very clear idea of <laughs> yeah. who you think I am as a guy. Starting, I, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. Not who I think. Who I know. <laughs> starting in grade four, I was allowed to watch, and we would like every Sunday we'd have my dad would make pizza, and we'd watch the new Simpsons at eight o'clock on uh, in grade on four. Fox. Starting grade four or five, I think. We yeah, I feel like I was yeah. probably yeah. around. I, one thing I remember is like I was super into reading yeah and Nerd. uh checks yeah. out uh, yeah <laughs> okay and uh i remember my parents had just started letting me watch the simpsons and i'm guessing i was probably 10 or 11 yeah and my dad took me to chapters one day and was sort of like you know you can get what you can get one book from the store whatever you want oh. and i bought the illustrated guide to the simpsons yeah. or book, but it fell apart so good. Oh, so for easily. sure yeah but it was like yeah where it literally Bart simpsons guide to life yeah, the green which was book hardcover that's great oh that one was good yeah. i didn't have that one this one was it was literally every single episode yeah so it was like mm. every page of it, it was like full color book. Every page had an episode synopsis. It would have a part where it would explain like the cultural references, couple good stuff, you episodes, stuff you may have missed yeah. quotes yeah. from the yeah. episode. And so I remember like I would pull it out and I would like read the quotes along with the episode. Oh, mm. Speaking of getting horned up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would get fucking jacked Who's up. your number one, John? Well, I can't believe that this, this guy is not Slipped on either of yet? your list. I oh, mean, it's fucked and it, I have, and it, it's like the one Funko Pop I might keep, Chester Cheetah. Oh yeah, oh, that's a good I call. I forgot about yeah. Chester Cheetah. He's the coolest cat. I mean, he's cool call. in like a heavy metal kind of way, yes. as opposed to like a jazz kind which of way. Which is the yeah. way, I, which is what I like, yeah. you know? Because he, yeah, he was always like skateboarding. He was like yeah, the get pitted guy, you know? Yeah. He was he's just, like Poochie from yes, Back to the Simpsons. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He was cool as hell, but he didn't die on the way back no. to his home planet. No. He was chilling yeah. and killing. Did he so, always wear sunglasses? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Funko Pop has the sunglasses on it. I've never uh, seen him without sunglasses. Yeah, he's cool as shit. You have to look through your huge stack well, of Funkos that I'm you trying love. To so even much. in the club, Dan he's sees it. Oh yeah, it's right here. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, he's got. Oh, and yeah, even and he would always that. like fold his arms too, which was super yeah, cool. His legs like, he, was just... he actually stands the way that I stand, so <laughs> I mean, one leg over but, yeah, the other. I mean, he was cool as hell. I didn't even like Cheetos, but I liked Chester Cheetah. I'm not a Cheetos guy. Yeah. Oh, me crunchy Cheetos are probably my favorite snack. But really? I'll, just, I'll just get the Hawkins cheesies. Yeah. Know, I don't I'm like gonna, those either. I don't well, like that's fucked. Well, I don't, I just don't like the, they're you. too, <laughs> there's they're something too crunchy. about, there's something about Hawkins cheesies that's good and something about it. That's just so gross. Like the shapes that they take. Yeah. Uh, they're very dense. They're very dense. Yeah. It's, uh, there's something inexplicable. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. <laughs> 
anyway, uh, thank you, Mac, for joining us. Uh, this was great. It, it, before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Yeah. Um, so I'm doing a live radio show right now. So I work in the theater for the most part. And right now the theater is not doing so hot. Oh, you don't say. You can't exactly go and gather in a group of more than 50. And theater is one of these things where it's like, actually speaking of John Popper saying that Canadian theater is dead. One of the things when he said that I was like, I know that. Like, <laughs> you're not. I have no illusions about what the theater is. The theater is a necessarily marginalized art form because you can't really record it and then play it back. So right. what's happening in theater right now is you're seeing a lot of um, people put on archival videos, which is not the same as theater. You're seeing a lot of people do Zoom shows that have visuals and they're really more just staged readings. So what we've created is a radio play that happens over Zoom. It's an adaptation of War of the Worlds. Um, my company's called Theater in the Dark, and our whole mandate is to do theater in the pitch black. So when we used to do shows live, we would do it in a pitch black room. I went to yeah. one. It was very cool. And it was kind of like a noir, detective noir thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was and kind it was, of three-dimensional. It was awesome. I, I, I really liked it. So It was a very cool way of presenting a play. We initially were going to do that with War of the Worlds, but in April, we realized that we could pretty easily adapt what we had done so far for a live So the plan experience. was to do it in the dark. As, yeah, we started I mean, it in December. We started gotcha. the adaptation okay. in December. So I adapted it with Corey Bradbury, who's my producing partner for Theater in the Dark. And um, what happens in this show is uh, if you buy tickets at theaterinthedark.com, you'll be sent a Zoom link. Uh, 15 minutes before the show. 15 minutes before the show, you'll come into the waiting room. There's a little slideshow. It has drink recipes so you can kind of get in the mood. It gives you instructions to like dim your lights, dim your computer screen down. And then once the show begins, it's like an 80 minute long, uh, um, almost like star tours kind of ride yeah. through a um, soundscape that's fully composed, like Philip Glass style adaptation of War of the Worlds that is set in Chicago in the year 2021. And it's performed live by myself and another actress in Vancouver, two actors in Chicago and two actors in New Orleans. So it's really kind of a very unique experience that you're not really going to get anywhere else in the sense that it is live but it is totally pandemic proof. So you can listen to it in your house. I think the perfect um, demographic for us is maybe the same demographic that you guys have, yeah. which is uh, people who like science fiction, people who like poetry and people who like edibles. I mean, two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if the poet fans are, I don't, you know, I don't think people are really listening. I bet we did sing Sarah McLaughlin on this episode. That's true. So yeah. It's very McLaughlin style nice. uh, poetry. And that's running for like three more weeks, you said? Yeah, we run until November 21st, but this, this week coming up would be a perfect time to tune in. Halloween. Yeah. And you can follow our social medias too at theater underscore dark and see our trailers. Actually, we have a podcast too. Okay. That is, um, 10 minute short plays that aren't live, obviously, yeah, but still sort of fitting in that poetic genre, not cool. the genre of poetry, the genre of like horror or science fiction okay. or noir, but told through a kind of poetic lens. Cool. Sweet. Sounds good. So they can go to theater in the dark.com for tickets yep. and they can follow you on Twitter at Mac Gord. You got it. All right. Awesome. Thanks Mac for joining us. Thanks everyone for tuning in again. You can donate to the show patreon.com slash block party. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. We'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks boys. <laughs>